Welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. My name is Alex. I am your host. This is episode 13. And as always, you can go to thedadchronicle.com to catch up on previous episodes. Today, I wanted to take a moment to just reflect on some of my experiences so far as a father. I think it's important every once in a while to take a step back from interviewing other fathers, not that their stories aren't important, but a big reason why I'm doing this is to document sort of my experience as a, as a father. Um, it started out really in documenting Deanna's pregnancy and sort of my experience through it, but I think it's also important to revisit how things have been going for Aria as she's been home. You know, I think one of the things that we're really loving right now, and you know what, knock on wood, she has slept through the night, like, and guys, I mean, like, slept through the night, like, eight, sometimes nine hours uh, for about the past week. I know I'm saying this, and it's jinxing it. I know. I know. But hear me out. I think we've gotten into a rhythm, and I fully expect this rhythm to change. It's never going to stay stagnant. You know, she's going to start teething, and she's going to start learning how to roll over and stand up and want to jump out of her crib and all that sort of stuff. But right now, Deanna and I feel pretty accomplished. I wanted to take a second to share with you sort of what we did. And maybe if you're a new parent or even if you're a, um, you know, a parent of a, of a three-year-old having some issues staying in bed, um, we have just kind of taken a, a simple approach. And maybe you've tried this if you have and it's still not working. I'm sorry, but I still just want to share with you guys what we did and what we've seen success with. So we noticed that Aria was had had this witching hour between like 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. where she would just be like inconsolable. She was just like tired and she had been sleeping most of the day, but she was still just tired and we couldn't figure out like what was wrong with her. Um, and maybe it's because she's been getting older and she's able to just stay awake longer, but Aria's actually been staying awake most of the day. She may take like a one or two hour nap here and there, like throughout the day, but it's, been really helpful to have her awake because by the time we start to put her down for bed and I'll talk in a minute about what we do but as soon as we start putting her down for bed you can tell that she's starting to uh, embrace the idea of going to sleep and this wasn't immediate like she fought it a bit but I think consistency and helping her understand that you know when her kind of her natural body clock tells her hey it's 9 p.m she knows that it's time to start winding down. And again, the key word is consistency. So as I mentioned, she's been staying awake a majority of the time um, throughout the day, really. And that helps because at the end of the day, she is ready to go to bed. But before we do that, we start sort of a regiment. And we got this idea from online. We're not some like super parenting geniuses. We just looked it up. We said, oh man, our baby is this witching hour. And they said, okay, try to keep her up throughout the day. And you'll notice that, you know, at the end of the day, maybe she's getting a little whiny and fussy, put her in the bath, give her a bath, but then also um, start her bedtime routine right after that. Give her a bottle, maybe read to her. This will start to relax her. And we totally saw that it worked exactly like that for Aria. So now as it gets closer to nine o'clock, um, she kind of has a, this instinctual response to want to eat. She starts, she, you know, I don't know if anybody else's kids out there do this, but 
Arya will be, you know, she'll, I'll hold her where her head is, you know, on my shoulder, and she'll just start headbanging my shoulder like she's trying to get to the nipple, and I'm like, kid, I got nothing for you. I, I don't make anything like that. So, um, I realize that. I say, hey, Deanna, you know, it's time for the baby to go to bed, and so we'll start the the routine. We, um, it's you know, not every night that we give her a bath. Maybe every other night. And we got this great stuff. So Johnson and Johnson makes this like soothing baby stuff. Uh, my mother in law found, and it works great. It really chills her out, especially if she's really fussy. Gives us time to bring her back into her room, get her into her PJs. She's kind of mellowed out a bit, and give her her bottle. Now, you know, our our child is one of those where she doesn't really have a problem eating, and eating is very relaxing for her. So doing that right before bed we feed her you know at this point she's she's eating two ounces four ounces or something that's really not that much you know granted she's a month and a half um but depending on the amount um sometimes she wants more sometimes it's just enough and she falls asleep right in the middle of it so what we do is you know put her on her shoulder start to burp her a little bit it doesn't really wake her up sometimes you know she burps and she's still passed out and then at that point, you know, I tend to hold her for another few minutes. We tend to have a Pandora station going on the iPad in her room. So I'll just sit there, kind of listen to some music for a little bit, make sure that she's asleep. And then I will just gently lay her down and walk out of the room and she's good. And I want to emphasize something. She doesn't just fall asleep, you know, as soon as you put her down. Um, something that they don't really talk about when you have a baby is all the grunting they do. Parents out there kind of know what I'm talking about, right? Like you just hear go, ah, like she sounds like she's struggling when we first heard this Deanna and I were freaking out we were like oh my gosh she's trying to poop or is she having trouble breathing in her like swaddle what's going on but no I mean she's just that's how baby babies do that and it's fine so we ended up um getting over that somewhat quickly especially with putting her down we would hear the monitor we'd hear her grunting and stuff we have a video monitor so we can keep an eye on her as well and she's totally fine She's good. She just kind of grunts for maybe five, ten minutes, and then she just kind of passes out listening to some Raka by Baby stuff. You know, have you guys heard that? It's like the CDs where you have, like, uh, Pink Floyd and Green Day and Aerosmith all in, like, a baby sort of music tone. It's awesome. Well, anyway, and that that's pretty much resulted in her falling asleep really well and... She's been sleeping the entire night. Now, I don't want you guys to freak out. You're probably thinking, oh, my God, she's getting hungry in the middle of the night. No. Um, in fact, our doctor said, hey, if she, you know, she's past her birth weight, she's gaining weight, and she's continuing to get big, you know, just let her sleep through the night. We don't even change her diaper. If she was to get up in the middle of the night and want to eat, we don't change her diaper because that actually, guys, imagine, I mean, you know, if you were to have a cold baby wipe, wipe you down there, that, that would pretty much jar you awake. So, um, you know, pl plenty of studies show it's okay to just let them sleep in that as long as they haven't pooped. You know, poop is a whole other thing. But, um, you know, we, we tend to just kind of feed her just a couple ounces and she just passes right back out. But lately she just gets up maybe eight, nine hours later and she's totally fine. And that has resulted in Deanna and I getting great sleep. I can't begin to tell you guys. I know a lot of parents out there are like, ah, screw you, Alex and Deanna. You guys have it so easy. I know it makes me really, really scared for our second kid. Trust me.
Now, we still do feed her every few hours. She's still little enough to where the doctors are like, okay, I mean, you know, during the day, feed her every three hours. If she's in the middle of a nap and it's been a few hours at the very most, we will wake her up and we'll feed her. And she takes to the bottle right away. Um, although it, it very seldomly does she ever get to that three-hour point because the kid loves to eat. She loves to eat. So maybe an hour and a half later, she starts screaming her head off. We pretty much know exactly what that means. The kid wants to eat. And uh, this has put a lot of pressure on Deanna. Um, I- I've been back to work now for the past, I don't know, a few weeks. And Deanna's still on maternity leave. So that means that she's home alone with the baby. You can only imagine how much stress that could put her under. I mean, she's dealing with a screaming kid, but... Honestly, guys, like I look at my wife, she's such a natural at this. It really is incredible. And one thing that she's gotten really good at is telling Aria's cues. So she she's kind of learned the cries. You will learn your baby's cry, and you will know, like, hey, this is this means she's got gas. This means she's got to she's got to eat. But for me, part of the the biggest struggle, and maybe other fathers out there can commiserate who've been in my position. Man, I miss that kid during the day. I really do. I sit there uh, and get these like notifications on my phone. I don't know if anybody out there has an iPhone and they use like the shared photos app. You guys know what I'm talking about? And you get these uploads and Deanna's constantly uploading pictures of her and the baby. And I'm just ooing and eyeing at my baby all day. And, and so are my coworkers, to be quite honest. I feel like my productivity might have gone down. But my coworkers certainly don't mind. Because, I mean... Uh, you know, everybody says it. My my kid is really freaking cute. Deanna and I made a good looking kid. Anyway, but I miss the kid. I, I really do. Um, it it makes me realize how much I want to see her. And when I get back home at the end of the day, it is it, it just melts all the stress away, all the problems that the day has maybe presented. I feel so much better when I hold her. Even if she's screaming, if she even if she's crying, she does this really cute thing. Like I used to do this when I was a baby. She like pushes out her bottom lip and and kind of makes a fussy noise and and I think it's the freaking cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Deanna's like it's really annoying. I'm like, "No, this is adorable." Anyway. So, I love it all. I'm so blessed to be a father. And I hope that you guys um, have enjoyed listening to these updates on Aria. Um, we, I really appreciate all of this support. You know, one thing that I want to encourage you guys to do, if you'd ever like to write into the show, if you guys would ever like to contribute any thoughts or anything around fatherhood or any of the topics that I bring up through these, you know, one-on-one sort of uh, discussions with you, the audience, or even my interviews with other fathers, feel free to email me, thedadchronicle at gmail.com. Again, that's the dad chronicle at gmail.com i'll see you on the other side take care if you like this show check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com